Hello and welcome to Equal Education Radio. My name is Sinete Mandeleni. From Port Elizabeth to East London, a recent surge in parent-led protests and school shutdowns in the Eastern Cape have led many to question whether these parents are justified. Is it okay to shut down schools in the name of better education? These recent events have also led us at Equal Education to examine exactly what role parents should play in their children's education. Stop lying to us! Stop promising us! To learn more, we spoke with Mr. Temba Mola, Acting Chief Executive Officer of Kahiso Trust and longtime advocate of parent involvement in schools. Where a school recognizes this critical role of parents that the quality of learning improves, the safety of, of children improves because then parents become interested in what is happening uh, in the school. In other words, education improves when parents get involved. But how? Now part of what we think is the responsibility of parental involvement is really to hold each other accountable. I'm referring to the stakeholders within the, the schooling system. In this case, referring to the Department of Education. So, should parents shut down schools to hold education stakeholders accountable? No, says Mr. Mola. Even in that conflict, education should be protected by all costs or by all means. So, for example, we become concerned when during the protest a school is banned. We become concerned when during a protest children are, are, are prevented from going to school. Mr. Moller's argument that education should be, should be protected at all costs represents a fundamental ideological debate here. Is some education better than no education? And are the parents better off shutting down schools now in the hopes of securing better education in the future? Department of Basic Education MEC Angie Motsecha recently spoke out against these shutdowns, which she described as parents using their children to hold the government at ransom. How then should parents hold an unresponsive department accountable? Clearly, we needed a second opinion. To get the legal perspective, we spoke with Solomonic Joseph from the Equal Education Law Center at his office in Cape Town. I'm Solomonic Joseph. I'm an attorney with the Equal Education Law Center. In addition to a background in education law, Mr. Joseph recently got up close and personal with parent activists. And obviously, this is now a, a room of about five to seven hundred parents. So you can you can imagine the like the type of consternation that was in there. You can imagine the emotions and people were, you know, you can feel the tension in the room going up and up, and something was going to give, right? A few weeks ago, Mr. Joseph went to Atlantis to observe an eventually mediated disagreement between the parents of a primary school and the Department of Education. So what happened in Atlantis is that parents gave a mandate to the SUB to, to, to shut the school down because of what they perceived to be an unsafe environment for, for their children. So a couple of weeks ago, about two weeks ago, the, the SUB did in fact um, shut the school, locked out the parents, um, locked out the teachers and the learners, and they weren't allowed access to the school. And what was this unsafe environment? Well, where do we begin? One can surely have appreciation from the position from which these parents came. 
because they were ceiling boards they were concrete shifting in the structure there um, was ablution facilities that there was unusual. an electrical fire um, due to bad wiring or old drains wiring. blocking every day so it's it's caused it causes a health sewage and 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 grey water um, runoff and all those types of things. There were holes in so it the was wall. Ju- it was a wood structure that is forty years old. It was dilapidated. There were holes in it. Where the um, railing on the second floor was loose. There's broken windows. There were safety hazards like on the walkway because that had shifted to the concrete is lifting up, so it causes tripping hazards. Like I don't know what the hell happened. So the parents were coming from a point uh, a position of concern. This is a school with 942 learners, or 953, I'm not sure, but it's over 900. And with their 30 teachers, there's that's nigh on a thousand individuals on that school. Was in this conditions, essentially waiting for an accident to happen. So that is where they, they drew the line. They said, till this point and no more. No more indeed. After closing the school, the department acted swiftly after several meetings between the parents, SGB, and the department, this drastic action was met with a surprising response. They closed the school on, I think, the Wednesday. They got a letter the Thursday to say, you are now on a list for to be replaced. They were on no waiting list. But they went from that to being prioritized on a list for immediate replacement. And essentially one day. So that is drastic action that got you immediate and very drastic relief but that's not how it's supposed to happen it should be parents through the sub who is responsible for the governance of the school and the principal who is responsible for professional management of the school those two power structures inform the hod or the mec that this is what is happening in our school is unsafe consider closing it is then for the mec and the hod to exercise that discretion then then close the school But as many parents, students, teachers, and community members across the country know, the Department of Education is not always responsive to the needs of learners through regular channels. So what will be the fate of these parent protests? Were they even legal? And how will this play out? On that, we'll give Mr. Joseph the last word. It's a very difficult question to answer. The lawfulness of it will obviously, it's never been tested before. In affecting these changes, it takes a while, unless sometimes parents take drastic action. And what is a worrying trend now is that parents close down schools and disrupt education for all learners, and only then the department responds. Ultimately, whether it is a good thing, one can also argue for and against it. It's mostly a good thing that parents are now taking a more proactive role in making sure that their children have access to good quality education. But the responsiveness of government will ultimately determine how this entire saga will play out.